What's up, guys? Welcome to the 9010 Podcast. Um, this is Matt here. I was not here last week. We had a special guest with Brian, Frank. Uh, they did a great job. And uh, here we are. We did. We did. Episode 8. We did a good job. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, all things considered, we were a little bit out of our element. Uh, but uh, it's all good. You know, tonight I'm at home. Uh, Courtney's uh, out to dinner with the girls at uh, Mermaid Winery. So I've got the baby in bed. I've got him on my phone screen. So I'm trying to talk a little quiet, but uh, at least be loud enough to where everybody can hear me. Of course, you'll have to figure that out. But yeah, last week, you know, it was fun. Frank said that he had a really good time. Um, he wants to come back, obviously, on the Eagles-Redskins game, which I think that would be fun at, <clears throat> that week, you know, have him on on Thursday. Uh, that way we can then talk uh, three-way with uh, you, me, and Frank on that uh, Eagles-Redskins game. I think that would be good. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. But it, it was a little different. Um, it was kind of – it's kind of cool to go set up in a satellite location last week. So that was, that was fun. So, but we, uh, we, uh, we talked a lot of football last week. That's for sure. But you're in your, I see you on the screen. You're in your Braves gear. So give us a little Braves talk. All right. So postseason baseball, um, I'm a Braves fan and we're in Thursday night's game one of the, Best of five NLDS series, Braves versus the Cardinals. Uh, right now, bottom of the seventh, three to one, Atlanta is winning. Um, it was a slow start, and now we're three one. Braves bats. Uh, there are a lot of people online complaining. Oh, they're not hitting. Oh, this game's over. Oh, it's one to one. This is it. Braves had the number one home runs, hits, all of that past the seventh inning so anytime anyone starts freaking out in the third fourth inning it's like calm down man they they come back and crush it late night yeah so yeah you know if they get ahead early cool if not don't count them out because there's too many times seventh and eighth inning has destroyed pitchers of the other team no i mean back and win a lot of the i think a lot of the games that are that we'll see over the next couple of weeks in baseball are going to be late inning games as far as when you see, you know, the pitching breakdown a little bit and, and things open up. Um, I believe you saw that against the nationals, you know, they yeah. started, they started Scherzer, which I'm sure um, a lot of the Nats fans weren't really happy about to see him come out there and start like that, but you know, he did a good job. And so now he looks like a hero when they started out, they, it was a bunch of hemming and hawing about it. So that game was over. Mm-hmm. In the in you know, beginning at the bottom of the eighth inning, the game was pretty much over. I was watching it when I was at work, peeking here and there, and it was just you know, person after person got on base, and that was that. But uh, that's how yeah, like you said, that's how a lot of these games are going to end up. A lot of a lot of drama in the end, which will make it you know interesting and you, know, you can't football if somebody gets way ahead it's one thing but baseball two three runs i mean that's it's not over yeah it's funny that you mentioned football because we've seen 
<clears throat> excuse me, I don't have a cough button. We don't have. We've seen a couple of games slip away with a uh, with a, a strong lead from a team. We've seen the the lead dwindle down, and then it comes down to those last three or four minutes. So, but my baseball game comes on tomorrow. Um, just looking at the uh, just looking at the at the um, lineup for it on on the ESPN app. Uh, Yankees go into the game obviously favored. Um, they are on the money line. They are favored at minus 185. So it should be a pretty good game. I mean, Twins are a good ball club. Both are 100 win teams. So we'll see. Didn't, the Twins had the most home runs by a team this season as well, I believe. Which is pretty, pretty sure. That's the Twins. That, yeah, that's right. Yankees had most consecutive games. Yeah, games in a row. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, twins. So I mean, just think about that going into that game. That's uh, that just means everybody was hitting home runs. You know, it's not like the Braves had two. So Ronald Acuna had forty-one. Freddie Freeman and Josh Donaldson both had thirty-seven and thirty-eight. So, which is pretty good to have three three guys on a team with over thirty-five home runs. But you know, not everyone was hitting them. You got some people well, just, with two, three. So looking at the just looking at the the playoff slate in general, man, everybody's floating around that hundred win margin um, for the regular season. So it's going to be an action packed October, I think, when it comes down to it with baseball. Um, I don't see the Rays getting past the Astros. If they do, that'd be would be a miracle. It's got to um, be one upset. What's what's your one upset of all the series, the current series? The Dodgers are just really strong, man. And I know the Nationals are like, we're going to stay in the fight. We're going to stay in the fight. That's the, you know, well, yeah. if you're an underdog, uh, the only way you win is if you stay in the fight. And the Nationals are the underdog there. So, um, I mean, I know the Rays could pull it off and, and be that, you know, be that miracle. Um, but it it's, I, I can't really pick a, a, a you know, that Cinderella story this year. It's just, everything's too close. Well, it's funny. They said the Rays last night. I was watching that Rays and A's game. Um, the Rays actually had the lowest salary cap of the entire league. Yeah, by like 108. Um, was it? The, they only had a salary cap of 108 million this year. Something like that. Which mm-hmm. is Which is like really, really low. So, not a salary cap, but a, a just a total expenditure. So yeah. But uh, let's meander our way. Uh, we got a lot of baseball to talk over the next couple of weeks. So let's meander our way back over to football and let's get into a little week four recap. We are a quarter of the way through the season. Uh, I heard a stat yesterday that uh, thirty. What is it? Twenty-one teams out of the league, something around there, 21, 22 teams out of the league are 500 or below. Mm. So they talk about it on the radio and on the national media all the time about how much parity there is in the NFL, and it's true. I mean, we thought the Rams were going to come out and be a powerhouse again this year and end up back in the playoffs, and then they they dropped 55 points to Tampa Bay. Like, that was – 
That was, was a crazy game. It was like a college game. I mean, every mm-hmm. time I looked at my phone, it was, you know, another seven points. Yeah, you remember when, uh, was it the Rams and the Chiefs last year? They did the same thing. I mean, it was, it was just a, it was like a, they were playing ping pong. You know, it was just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. It was one of the highest scoring games in NFL history last year, I think, when the Rams and the Chiefs met. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so week four, just to, I'm just going to go through here. Uh, obviously, we recorded on, on Thursday. Uh, we shut it off just before uh, midway through the fourth quarter, I think, or, or just before the fourth quarter. Eagles got away with the win. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we we got to keep an eye on Avante Maddox there. Uh, but I was tickled to death to go into Green Bay and get a win there. Uh, kind of sets us up. We got what appears to be an easy game on Sunday against the Jets. Uh, we are the second – we have the second highest point spread. Uh, the Patriots, I think, are, again, double-digit favorites this year or this this year, this week. Redskins. Yeah, yeah. So they're 15 and a half, uh, and the Eagles are 13 and a half favorite. So I don't think we're going to cover 13 and a half unless they just come out and play completely flat. You know, if the Jets just play flat, but it'll be a good, it'll be a good get back game. I think, uh, I see us winning by at least a touchdown. Well, they got so. their, they got their quarterback. He's cleared to play. You know, he had mono. And um, I saw he was limited in practice. I didn't oh, see was where he? he was cleared to play. Oh, I thought I saw. I dropped him. The... I dropped him from a fantasy team. Well, I mean, probably should have done that before. He got I went and got. I, I picked, well, no, I held on to him, and then I picked up. Um, I picked up somebody else. I can't remember what quarterback it was. Just a mediocre quarterback to get me through a couple of weeks, and. I sit two and two going into week five in that league and um, waiver wire Wednesday came and went and I picked up Teddy Bridgewater. I think that's going to be a good pickup with the way that the Saints are playing. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, we talked last week, Taysom Hill, you know, I said, or it was last week or week before, I don't remember. I said play him, but they did make a good point on the on the game, the broadcast the other night. You know they're gonna. He he can play everything. He's a wide receiver. He's a blocker. He's a running back. He's a quarterback. They're gonna utilize him, but at the same time, you can't afford for him to get hurt. He's an athlete. That's all it is. He's an athlete. Yeah. And like so, I said, they they want to utilize utilize him, but if he gets hurt, you got Teddy Bridgewater coming off of an injury, like being completely healed and ready to go. Mm-hmm. But still, he gets hurt. Yeah. What then? Well, you got nobody back there. Yeah. So, we'll see. But, you, again, we'll probably see Drew Brees come back week seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. So, I'm just buying time with that quarterback situation. And then, you know, maybe I go ahead and pick up uh, pick up somebody else. Pick, if Drew Brees is available, jump in there and pick him up. I don't know if somebody dropped him. Probably not if they're in their right mind. If they're following what's going on. But uh, back to the recap from last week. Uh, Chargers took care of the Dolphins, 30 to 10. There's no surprise there. They're well on their way to getting uh, to a tongue of Iowa in the in the in the first round. Uh, now you got a couple other teams competing for that. You've got uh, the Redskins that are 
also winless. So we'll see. I'm surprised Jay Gruden made it through this week, but I guess they're holding on. I mean, the whole organization from top to bottom just needs to be revamped. But I actually saw news. It was something on the news right before uh, we got on here. And he, he straight up said he has no game plan for this week. Don't come out and say that in your press conference. That's just that's the wrong thing to say. <laughs> go out there and throw the ball around, I guess. I don't know. Hand it off a couple times. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, there was a picture of Haskins last week, too, just like in disgust. Well, it was on the local radio. Nick Addles was, you know, talking about how he was upset with Jay Gruden for putting Haskins in right in the middle of the game without his two offensive weapons that quite possibly are the best athletes that they have on the field right now. But at the same time, I mean, your season's dwindling. You have to kind of, I don't think it was a knee jerk reaction. It was like, Hey, well, give this guy a shot, you know, see what he can do. Who knows? But well, I mean, you you're, see already, play. you're in three and it's not like it's been close every game. I mean, they, they, they gained a little ground on the uh, Cowboys when they played them, but you're in three you got to try something else, you know? I'm not saying he's going to be the new starter, but it's like, why not? You know, what What do you have to lose to put your draft pick quarterback in? Nothing. Yeah. You lose the game? Okay, well, then you know, stick with what you got. But they lost by 21 points. So well, they're, up, they're up, probably up for anything at this point. The weird part about that was that they said early in the week, you know, midweek, well – Keenum's not going to play. Oh, Keenum all of a sudden feels good, and we like what we see. Let's go ahead and put him in there. Oh, no, he's not 100%, and then let's just go ahead and put Haskins in. Why not put Colt McCoy in? Colt McCoy was the second coming of Jesus there for a little while. They thought he was going to be you know, the, the best thing since sliced bread. Remember that? You remember that whole hype? <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, he's, he's got great history as being the backup quarterback. I mean, he – yeah. The time he went, they went down to Dallas and he won the game and, you know, he's got some good team history where you would think that they would get excited to see him come onto the field yeah. as the yeah. backup. Titans took care of the Falcons. That was a major upset. You know, I thought oh, yeah. the Falcons were going to take care of business. And um, Mariota is securing his job by by winning these games that they shouldn't win. And that's that's how you do it. So 24 to 10. Another big game for him. Um, if we look at the stat line, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Box score. Derrick Henry had uh, 27 carries for 100 yards. No touchdowns there. Uh, receiving was A.J. Brown and um, Davis for the three touchdowns. So he had 200 yards in those two players, pretty much just shy. Uh, it was, it was pretty good, pretty good showing out there in Atlanta. Atlanta obviously not playing a whole lot of defense this year. So Patriots Bills, man, I thought that the Bills were going to sneak away with one, but they, they were trying, man. They were trying. We were, we were. I was over at Danny's. We were watching it, and uh, Danny made a good point. He said the Patriots get all the skill plays. They get all the skill plays. All the plays that they're supposed to get, all the plays that you don't want them to get, they get. And then they get the lucky ones, too. 
where they got a tip ball and it's an interception and then they get, you know, that's a pick six. They get all the lucky plays and they get all the skill design plays as well. And that's how they remain so dominant. They just, everybody is on their game when they go out on the field, regardless of who they're playing. And that's part of the Belichick mentality is do your job. And that's what they do. They go out there and they do their job. It's crazy. Chiefs, Lions. Thought the Chiefs were getting ready to drop one there. Man, that was a good game. That last drive was uh, really showed what Mahomes can can pull out. Yeah, and we saw for a minute there. I said it's coming to fruition. My prediction: he is not going to do it. He's not going to be the same quarterback. He's he is the same quarterback. Damn it! (laughs) I mean, he's running around. He's got weapons, but he also can get out of the pocket. He can make plays last second. I mean, he's he's doing it. He's doing it just like he did last year. Yeah, yeah. So, just, always a fun game to watch. What about the uh, – so I was actually watching. I, you know, most of you guys know I live in Denver. Jaguars-Broncos game, man. Yeah, man. Again, Minshew mania. That's but, the second but, time this – in three weeks. So week two and week four now. They've lost – to a game-ending field goal. The Bears did it to them in Denver. That's commonplace. Well, and I <laughs> actually, I work right near the training facility, so I was over there. Um, where did I work? Tuesday. I saw the, you know, they have a bunch of cars there, so I figured they were probably practicing. I'm thinking, I hope they're, I hope they're practicing how to block a field goal in the fourth quarter, because seems yeah. like that's the only way they're going to win a game is if they block the game-winning field goal. With three they just have the, they have the defense running laps for the whole practice until about five minutes left when they're all worn out, and they say, all right, go stop this, <laughs> go stop our offense. <laughs> <laughs> defense yeah, and special teams uh, just running laps the whole practice, and then, okay, you're, are you drained? Almost, coach. All right, get the out there goal. and go block the field goal. <laughs> <laughs> From like 25, not even yeah, a hard one. Yeah. Let's yeah. – <laughs> Get up there, but uh, you see, Elway too. Elway was like, "We're on the rise," and they were like, "Um, "Let's get a drug test." Yeah, uh (laughs) so a couple other games I want to touch on, and then we can move on to this week. But um, Raiders Colts, it's almost a shocker there, man. The Colts were on a good run. You didn't think the Raiders had a whole lot of flash, and they were just. They came. They jumped out to an early lead, and I'm sitting here saying, "No, no, no, no! This is not possible." And the Colts just couldn't couldn't keep up. And then the other one I want to there's two more I want to touch on: Browns for Ravens. Are the Browns for real? They did. They, they found the spark that they need. Oh, I mean, they the, they beat a division opponent by 15. Here's what's sad, though. They're leading the division. It's two and they're two and two. And it was just hilarious to hear during that Steelers Bengals game. They kept they kept reiterating, Oh, whoever wins this game, you're only one game out of first place. So it just sounded yeah. funny to keep hearing that. And, I mean, the Browns, are they for real? I mean, maybe it took them a few weeks to put it together. The Ravens, the thing is with the Ravens, it was like week one and week three, they came out and crushed it. Mm-hmm. Week two and four, they didn't do anything. So, 
you know, you can't consistently say that they're a hot team like the Chiefs, like where Mahomes is coming out every week, firing it downfield and getting the points. Ravens have come out, like I said, two out of the four games and just destroyed. But it's every other week, so there's no consistency. Are they getting lucky? Maybe. Maybe they're just catching people off guard. So if if it was every week they were coming out strong, I would say that they, they have a chance for that division. But oh, The Ravens are playing the Steelers this week, so expect another big game out of the Ravens. Well, expect, maybe, a bou- expect a bounce back. But see, I expected, you know, Monday night was two 0-3 teams, yeah. Bengals yeah. and Steelers. I expected a lot more out of Andy Dalton. I don't know why. You know, he's been there for 40 years and hasn't done anything, but I expected a lot more than three points. But Sure. You know, the Steelers, I mean, they weren't even – they hardly targeted Schuster. Uh, they utilized Samuels and, and uh, Connor a lot. And I think they had a – you know, their tight end had a couple plays. But it seems like they're uh, – like Rudolph, he's, he's getting into – he's getting into gear. I mean, he well, realizes now he's a starting quarterback for the rest of the year. Um, and he's got to get out there and do his thing or he won't – be there next year or he won't be the starter next year so i think he, he came out and did pretty good i'm not really sure what's up with andy dalton do they keep him next year it, it's a sad it's a sad team it's like what you've kept dalton yeah year after year after disappointing year and it's like people joke the browns in that division but the, why are we talking about the bengals why don't we laugh at the bengals they're i mean if if they make it to the playoffs, they lose the first game, and it's like always terrible. It's I was not even. Say they haven't had a playoff win in what two decades? Almost. Well, think of it. What was the? Uh, well, who was their coach? Uh, the Marvin Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was there forever with them not winning anything. Marvin Which Jones maybe, or Marvin Lewis. Mar- Marvin Lewis. Maybe it was a is it an organizational issue? Like they just have this confidence, like, nah man, year ten is the year, man. Like <laughs> how long is Barbara Lewis was there for like eight I want to say seven or eight years, probably wrong. Um, yeah. but he was there for a while. And no journalistic single, credibility. Every single year on that Monday after week seventeen, you expected to see that ticker on ESPN come up mm-hmm. and him get fired. And last year was the year. Great. But what no about different, all the other years? No, no different than Jason Garrett. And, you know, now we're off to the Cowboys having a, a hot start. And, you know, oh, well, we're not, we're not going to talk about a contract extension. We're not going to talk about any of that. Yeah, but the, Jerry, the thing is, yeah. they talk about him every year, and then he, he loses the playoffs. And then they talk about him being be the best. And then they lose a game in the playoffs. Like, oh well, you know, just it's all right. We'll get it next year. Uh, maybe that's the same situation. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing I want to talk about: Cowboys Saints. The way that turned out. I mean, it 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 lived up to all expectations. I think from from both us, uh, Danny, Frank, uh, it lived up to expectations. Cowboys fall flat in a game where they actually play a professional football team. Now they didn't allow a touchdown. They scored one on their own, but they didn't allow a touchdown and they still lost. And that's the first time that's happened 
in a very, very long time for any team, uh, for that matter. So uh, this week, the Cowboys, uh, they, they, they need to come out and, and they need to get a win. They're playing the Packers, and I think the Packers, that division is so close that you, you, got, uh, you got the Bears that are right there. You got the Vikings that are right there. Uh, Vikings are, are are two and two. The Bears are three and one. So everybody in, is uh, jumping up for that top spot in uh, in in the a- NFC North. And I think the Packers are going to come out. They're going to find a way. And then the the weakness that they had against the Eagles was the run game. We exposed that. Elliott is you know, continues to be one of the top rushers in the league. So Cowboys are going to use Elliott a lot to wear down that that. Green Bay defense, but if the Cowboys lose and we come away with the win with the Jets, we have the same record as the Cowboys sitting there at three and two, and we can we can move on from all this Cowboys hype. Uh, I started my new job. I was out in the field on the base. I was in the galley, and there was a a sailor that came up to me in the galley, and just in passing. And of course, I had my Eagles hat on. He said, well, that's a funny-looking hat you got there, partner. And I was like, oh, God, a Cowboys fan. Of course, he can't wear any gear, can't wear any fan gear while he's while he's working. But I didn't say nothing to it. And I said, oh, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And so I went about my business and then passed him again, walking through the galley as we were doing some other work. And he said, how about them Cowboys? I said, I don't know. How about them? How'd they look on Sunday night? And he kind of just shook his head. Yeah. Yeah. He just kind of, he, he just kind of shook his head. And, uh, as I walk out the door, um, I can hear him say, man, I can't catch a break with any of these Eagles fans. And it's like, no, you can't because you haven't played a real football team and you, you got what you were asking for walking around with your head held high, which rightfully so, anybody that's 3-0 and ought to hold their head pretty high. But keep in mind, we look in college football. Paul Feinbaum just said, if Ohio State runs the table, if Alabama runs the table, if um, Oklahoma runs the table and Georgia runs the table, you've got an undefeated Clemson team that's probably going to fall in the number five spot because the committee is not supposed to base their decision on the final four in college football on the pass. And I heard that on the radio uh, yesterday saying, if, if you look at Notre Dame, the way that they lost to Alabama, would you go back and take all the things that they did well from the past no you wouldn't you would say they lost to Alabama they got their butts kicked in the national championship so we're not going to take anything from the past so you can't every, take anything every can't season, take anything. season yeah and you can't take anything from the past from from Clemson but the thing that they're saying is Clemson's schedule from here on out they don't play anybody Ohio State is going to end up playing four ranked teams this year Alabama will play three or four so strength of schedule is going to matter there, and it goes right back. It translates translates to the NFL. Uh, you can't base a 16-week schedule on what you did the first three weeks when you've played nobody with a winning record. Yeah. Well, they're going to have a little challenge this week. I mean, the Eagles didn't just walk away with that win. It was a challenge. Aaron no, Rodgers. For sure. Aaron Rodgers is – you know, he's a great quarterback. He can move around. He can make plays. 
So you can't count. You can't make it seem like, uh, you know, and I didn't, the, the, the Eagles walked away with that. I mean, they very well could have tied it at the end. And I literally, I look at Sydney. I said, didn't they learn from the Seahawks not to pass the ball <laughs> when you're on the goal line, pretty much? Didn't oh, especially, learn? well, the way he was running all game too. It's like, you could have very easily put a play together where you sneak around and get in the end zone or something. But I looked at Sydney. I said, we need a, we need a turnover right here. And before I could even finish the sentence, the ball Boom. was tipped, caught game. And um, like I said, it wasn't a, you know, blowout, which I don't think the Cowboys game will be a blowout either, but, the Packers do have an edge. It's uh well, it's I'm about to say I had to check. It's in Dallas, but they're you know Cowboys both are teams are by three and a half. Both teams are coming off of a loss that they probably thought should have been a win. Mm-hmm. From the Eagles' standpoint, the Packers probably thought it should have been a win just because of the way the Eagles didn't have their their top receivers. Well, they had Alshon, but they didn't have Jackson. Um, and the week before the way the game ended up, the Packers probably thought it was a win. Same thing with the Cowboys and Saints game. Cowboys, yeah. I mean, just look at Facebook and all your Cowboys fans, friends. They walked into the Metrodome as if it was they were playing the Dolphins. <laughs> because, oh, no breeze? Well, that team's trashed then. Mm-hmm. And what happened? They lost. Au, au contraire. <laughs> so... Both coming off a loss from an expected win. So I think it'll be a good game. It'll be, I don't think it'll be a blowout on either side. It'll be tight. I think it comes down to the fourth quarter for sure. So here's an interesting stat. I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking into week five again. We're going to keep this one pretty short, but look, going ahead to transition into week five, uh, Eagles, Jets, we already talked about that. Cardinals at 0-3 and 1 are at the Bengals 0-4, and, and the Bengals are a three-point favorite. It should be a pick em. Yeah, I mean, based based on you – know, the Cardinals has, has the uh, number one draft pick quarterback, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. Who's finding um, his feet. He's, he's getting there. I mean, he's a small guy. They joke him every week about how small he is. Um, the way that the Steelers – work through the Bengals defense. I think the Cardinals can find a way to to get something going here. Uh the, you know this could be the do or die week for Andy Dalton. Yeah. You know. I mean you got another winless team. Owen four. Going into a game with another team that doesn't have a win. You lose it, it doesn't look good. No. Especially if you only put up three points. He didn't even put up three points. His kicker put up three points last game. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Bills Titans, uh, Titans at home. I think the Titans sneak away with another one here. They're a three point favorite. So one o'clock game. I think the Titans come out and and show their dominance again. I know the Bills are playing really good defense. Obviously, they almost had that win against the Patriots, but I think that the Titans play it close. Derrick Henry has another big game, scores a touchdown this week. It's my prediction, at least one, because um, they're going to utilize that run game to open up the passing game uh, to get the ball down the field against a uh, pretty good defense. So that's the way I see it. 
Who do you think Monday night? Browns? Browns 49ers. You know, the, 40, the 49ers have been getting kind of a lot of flack at being undefeated, but, oh, they haven't played anybody. Oh, this and that. But you got the Browns 2-2. Two and two. 49ers 4-0. Got Jimmy G. Um, and the Browns, I think, very similar to the Ravens. They haven't been consistent every week. It hasn't no, been. No, but I think they're. I think they're finding. They're, they're finding they're their identity. Finding. They're definitely figuring th- some things out. So that'll be an interesting one um, Monday night. Moving back around the league, uh, obviously Rams Seahawks tonight. Uh, I think the Rams take care of. Um, excuse me, the Seahawks take care of business tonight. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But I've got them. I got them by a touchdown. So uh, we'll we'll see about that. But I think this might be the game that Aaron Donald wakes up a little bit. He's been a little lackluster over the past couple of weeks. But I think that Russell Wilson's having a killer year. He's just so evasive. Um, and so we'll see, but I, I just I think that uh, the Seahawks are able to sneak away with this one. Like I said, by a touchdown. What do you got them by? Uh, like I said earlier, by three. Um, I think it'll it'll go back and forth. I was looking at some of the you know, setting up for FanDuel, so I was trying to get some some stats to make my picks. And um, both of them, as far as passing defense, they're uh, it was like they're both ninth and tenth, so they're they're real close. The yardage was like one or two yards average per game. Same with the run defense. They're very they're like they were it was like ten or fifteen yards difference. I mean it's early in the season. So but uh yeah, average is a little just a little off. So that that'll make that interesting because it's like I said, I think it'll be a tight game. I don't know if it'll be fifty five forty like last week. Yeah. <laughs> I do think they score some points, though, for sure. If you're okay with it, I'm not going to run through the whole uh, week like we did last week. Like I said, we don't have as much time, but a couple games that I want to highlight, and we can discuss them as we go. But uh, we've touched on uh, four already. Uh, So let's uh, talk about Bears-Raiders. I think Bears, they're on the road. They're a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I think Bears bounce back a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure if I would take the five-and-a-half. I think they win by – you know, a field goal, maybe two. Uh, Raiders are going to play them hard. But I think the Bears sneak away with this one in in Oakland. Well, the, they've been kind of, uh, you know, back and forth, the Bears. Matt's working with some technical difficulties. Uh, so I'll let him reset um meanwhile if you'd like to know um okay oh there he is get never mind oh they wanted to go outside and felix was freaking out because sydney went to get the friends next door and uh felix thought that was it he went out without him oh uh bears you know three and one um trubisky really hasn't been great you know you, you probably i didn't even know they were three and one to this I point to be honest 
I call Trubisky a fraud. I'll stand by that. But I think that he has those flashes where it's the Trubisky that we saw last year. But I think that you know it'll be it'll be interesting. Oh, be a good game. And but look at the Raiders. The Raiders are they're firing on all cylinders. You know they. It appears to be. Oh, they went and I mean just a t- one touchdown in Indianapolis win, but against the backup quarterback who's now the starter. But uh, Brissett has been looking pretty good, so probably good for them to go in and get that win. I think the Raiders' run game and the defense is kind of holding everything together right now. Uh, that that running back they got, it was a good pickup. Uh, and then their receiving core is not bad either. I mean, they're not top shelf, but they're not bottom shelf either. They're kind of right in the middle. So we'll see. Uh, I, I still pick the Bears to win that one. Uh, I think Khalil Mack will will kind of keep things under control. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's a little little encounter of his former team. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. What about Giants and um, Vikings? Yeah. Um, Daniel Jones is looking good. And Kirk Cousins, he is what he is. And they're asking for the, the fans are asking for their money back. <laughs> I would be, I would be too because <laughs> well, he's look, just Diggs is asking for a trade. I mean, that's that's never a good sign when you're yeah when, when you're number one wide receiver start asking for trades and you're four weeks in. Well, the Vikings came out and said they're not going to trade him. They're not going to get rid of him. Um, you know, so they say he says that they got to turn things around. They got to figure out what's going on. Get get the chemistry back in the locker room somehow, which midseason is always difficult to do. But I, Keenum or um, Cousins was not the guy. And we have uh, we have a, a, what appears to be a turnover, first turnover um, by the Seahawks just inside. I don't have my glasses on. So pick or a fumble? Just, uh, it is a pick. Oh, no, excuse me. It will be a strip ball after the reception was made. So, yeah, strip ball. Wow. Right, 30 um, seconds into the game. <laughs> almost. It wasn't, wasn't far off. But, yeah, I think – I would love to see, as much as it's going to sound blasphemous to say this, but I would love to see the Giants come out and win this game. Minnesota's a five-and-a-half-point favorite in New York. I think there's a lot of hype around Jones in New York, the way that he's been consistent over the last two weeks. Again, small sample size. Uh, But just looking at the numbers, Kirk Cousins is 64 for 99, 735 yards, and – Daniel Jones has played less games than him. They have the same touchdown to interception radio, both uh, ratio at three and two. And Daniel Jones is completing 49 out of 71 passes for 578 yards. And Jones has only played two games. I think uh, that first one that he played, did he start? Did he start week three? Um, or did he, or did, was it uh, week two that he came in for Eli? Eli was benched. Can't remember. Might have been week three think, that he started. I think, I think he, he started. He actually started. He didn't come in at all. Yeah. They let they let Eli finish that one. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting. 
they're saying that uh, Barkley may be back this week. If Barkley's back this week, then Vikings better watch out. They got to put up some points. Yeah, well, I think they'd be rushing Barkley back though. High ankle sprain takes a long time to heal. And I saw pictures that he was back in practice. He was running. He was cutting. He was doing everything. So well, expect him back then. I maybe think. maybe they bring him in. They ease him into it. Um, yeah. Not as many touches as maybe, he would normally maybe get. Try to get. Maybe try to get Daniel Jones in the air more than handing off, just to kind of mm-hmm. ease him back into it. But I think the Giants, like like I said, it's blasphemy for to to root for them. But I I think the Giants can pull this one off, just the way that the Vikings have looked the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and we can we talked about Ravens Steelers. You know that'll be an interesting matchup. I think again. Uh, you got Baltimore is favored by three and a half in Pittsburgh, which is interesting. But I think the Ravens are playing better football. But like you said, Mason Rudolph is trying to look, figure everything out. McDonald's probably going to have a good game. Connor's probably going to have a good game. They're going to utilize the weapons that they have um, to kind of wear down what was a good Ravens defense and it looks like they're trying to rebuild that but uh that one's a tough one to pick I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that one up to you you mean, put the you mean ball in your court oh yeah you pick it yeah I'll pick uh, like you said Steelers look pretty good Monday night uh not early but they kind of figured things out they're trusting Rudolph in the air and they're I don't know if you saw you see some of the plays where they had Samuels as the uh, direct snap. He was a QB. Samuels had. If you look at the stat sheet, Samuels had passing yards because Rude. I think I don't even know if Rudolph was on the field, but Samuels. They snapped the ball to him a couple of times, and he he tossed it to Connor or ran it off to the side. So they they were trying all kind. They had wildcat plays. They had all kinds of stuff going on. So. I think the Steelers are figuring out their offense without Ben Roethlisberger, um, which could be a problem for the Ravens. Call reversed. Yeah, I saw that. Receiver did not have possession of the ball. So, um, next game that uh, we can briefly talk about, Patriots at Redskins. Patriots are a 15.5-point favorite. They cover the spread. They beat the brakes off the Redskins, and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I don't even think the – it's not even going to be fair for the Redskins, to be okay, honest. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jaguars at That's Panthers. Yeah, love you, bro. But you, you, you – Frank even said not going to beat the Patriots. So I don't think that there's anything to discuss there. To the pitter misery you go. Dilly dilly. Uh, Jaguars, Panthers, eh. We'll see if uh, Minshew can come out and do it again. I think that the I think the Jaguars beat the Panthers. I know that Christian McCaffrey is hard to handle, but I think the Jaguars again come out and and win a game that they shouldn't win based on on the hype that they've got. Jalen Ramsey still not reporting to practice. He obviously wants a trade. I don't even know who is in the mix to get him now. Eagles made some trades uh, for the linebacker, and I, I'm like, what? why are we 
why are we trading away picks? We need to be in. We need to be pushing hard for Ramsey. He can, he can do a lot for us. But if it ain't there, it ain't there. And um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. And just for hometown sake, Broncos lose to the Chargers by fourteen. All right, moving huh. on. <laughs> <laughs> Colts Chiefs. Does <laughs> did the Chiefs come out flat again and, on Sunday night? Uh, he comes out firing. They're going to put up. Okay. You're going to put up 35 points. Easy. All right. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree because I, I can't put anything past uh, the Chiefs at this point. Uh, over under in this game is 56 points. Yeah, it tells you something right there. Yeah. So easily. They're. 35-21 was actually what I was going to say, and that's right on 56. So, Yeah, yeah. Rams just went up three to nothing. Um, oh, good. I had, so, Zer, I had Zerline. Oh, Thanks good for, the for points. you. Yeah. Um, but uh, how's everything post-wedding out there in Denver? It's good. Settling yeah. back in? Getting back into the, you know, the work schedule and, I got a little busy week coming up, so I'm picking up a shift for somebody next week, so I'm going to have a nice little bunch of hours. And Coming back this week full-time, we had a few changes at work, so I had to kind of stick around late. And Two days, I got 27 hours, so not mad at it. I will take it. Sorry, I let the dogs out. You good? I did. I did. I did. I did. We'll we'll back it up. <clears throat> I was I mentioned that getting back into the full work schedule, and I've worked two days this week, and I have twenty seven hours. Yeah, that's uh, that's hefty. Yeah, back to back to reality for me. New gig. Um. First day was half orientation and moved over to the base and um, kind of met all the all the folks and walked around Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was in the field for the first couple of times. And what a what a change in pace it is working for the private sector and then moving over to uh, the government work. It's a it's a breath of fresh air, but it's also something that I have to dial my work speed back. I was having a conversation with the supervisor and one of the other guys in my shop that's been there for seven or eight years. He said, where you come from, you're working for the customer, you're working for the shareholder. And if you don't produce and you don't work fast enough, you're standing in a cheese line because they're in the business of making money. And I said, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess so. So that's a good way to put it. And then he said, the supervisor said, well, we don't have a cheese line here and we're not in the business of making money. We're in the business of spending money. So I'm like, all right, well, good to know that uh, I'm paying my own salary with the taxes that I pay every year. Show up to work and you'll continue to have a job, basically. <laughs> that's, that's what clock I Clock in and clock out. And that's I mean, it. we did we did some stuff. I mean, you know, uh 
I learned a bunch of stuff in the last couple of days that I never, I never knew about. So it's on a need to know basis. Can't really talk about it, but I fixed a couple mm-hmm. doors. So I'll let you, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Yeah, don't tell us where those doors go. No, I won't. But I will say that whatever contractor went in there and put those doors up, the doors were too big for the door frame. So they cut them down and the right side of a shower and they didn't seal the top or the bottom of the door after they cut it down to fit. And so guess what happens? The door is right outside of the shower. The steam comes out of the shower. The door that's not sealed on the top or the bottom picks up all the moisture. The door swells up and it won't shut. So government work, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. they probably paid overpaid three times what it would have cost to did we seal the door no we didn't seal the door we fixed it so it wouldn't stick so what are we going to do in six months we're going to go back and fix the door again (laughs) job security well they didn't tell us to go replace the door they said to go fix it it's it's different i fixed it i didn't uh whatever but i go i will (laughs) I will continue to do the work that they tell me to do, and I will not yeah. ask questions. There you go. As long as you keep getting that paycheck, do what, <laughs> do what they ask you and go home. That's right. Well, I will say that um, I know we couldn't talk last week on the podcast, but I really enjoyed having you home, and I know that you enjoyed That's being fun. here. Yeah, it was it was a good time. We spent a little bit of time together outside of doing the podcast on Thursday night, um, went to lunch on Friday, and then hung out and watched the the birds on Sunday against the lions. And, um, I'd like to forget that one, but I enjoyed the time that we spent together. So, uh, happy to see you home and yeah. look forward for the next visit, whether that's me traveling out there or you coming back for, uh, whatever reason you may come back. I'd like to get you out here and get the family out here. And <clears throat> I had told oh. Courtney plenty of room, plenty of room. You guys Basically, have downstairs to yourself. Plenty of room, plenty of room, plenty of sheets, plenty just of pillows. Plenty random, of random side note: uh, Chipper Jones just caught a foul ball in the stands. Of course, he did. It's pretty funny. Hit him right to him. Hmm. Is he got? He can't afford a seat like up in a box or anything. He was he was Which up goes? behind home plate. And it was a it was a pop up. Oh, they should have a net there. They do. They're, actually, the Braves they just finished they. The net is all the way around the uh, the stadium now. I did see a stat where there was over 800 injuries by fans since 2013. That's a lot. It is a lot. And they're just now trying to figure this out. I mean, <laughs> I know the government moves slow on things, but this is Major League Baseball, man. Well, they got a lot of pushback because fans don't want to lose the experience. You know, it's it's one of those like catch twenty two things. Yeah, it's a safety I can see arguments issue, from both sides. I don't really care. You know, but the thing is, obviously, people still complain. They say that if people weren't looking at their phone, they might be ready to catch that foul ball that instead hits them in the cheekbone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, it's technology, and this is the year we are in, and they got to do what they got to do to keep people safe so somebody just man uh aaron donald just manhandled russell wilson he got the ball off but good god he was in his face all the way <laughs> so but hey that's that's kind of wrap it up for me i did like i said we were keeping it short and sweet this week and i feel like we got everything we need to get covered i wasn't sorry i wasn't as enthusiastic again baby's asleep so just trying to keep everything under wraps but like we always do going to send you off into the weekend 
with your friendly forecast tomorrow. Matt, you working? I am. Okay. Well, when you wake up tomorrow, um, you may want to bring a sweatshirt because it's, it's going to be, be cold. it's going to be 45. Uh, and then by three o'clock in the afternoon, it's going to be 76. So I just love that. What are you guys doing with over there? You got the AC on right now? <laughs> yeah, actually, we still do. I mean, uh, just saw Courtney's just sent me a sent a meme out last night that uh, it's July seventy first. So um, <laughs> it was it was ninety three degrees yesterday. So Gosh. yeah, and and the funny thing about it is, all the guys at work are like, "Oh, it's so hot," and I'm walking around with khakis and a t shirt that's untucked. And I'm like, this feels great. They're like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm used to having my shirt tail tucked in with navy blue pants on and a blue shirt. And it's hot. And the trucks that I'm in don't have AC. Y'all have AC. Y'all got it made. So, but uh, different, different lifestyle. But Saturday out there, you got 64 is your high, 40 is your low, 60 on Sunday, low of 36. So, you, like when I get to chopping some wood. Uh, you know what next Thursday is showing me right now? For for you, uh huh, yeah. Forty six is your high, low twenty nine. We got a little snowflake. Uh, I don't see that. I'm on the. I'm on my phone. App. I'm on a well. So am I, but I'm on a different app. I guess I'm on weather weatherbug. Uh, I'm on Apple. Mm. Mm. Well, to each his own, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, you got a you got a good weekend. So get out there and enjoy it. And then it at home. Um, Let's see how at home. Let me figure out how you've ever worked this day, I think. Uh, tomorrow, high of 78, low of 61, mostly sunny, partly sunny on Saturday with a high of 69, a low of 63. Beautiful fall day for some ODU, ODU, whoop, excuse me. Beautiful fall day for ODU football kickoff at, uh, I believe that's another 6 o'clock game against Western Kentucky. And then Sunday, partly sunny, high of 78. So starting to uh, peter out. I think this last week might be the last week of those 90-degree temps. But good weekend, East Coast or West Coast, don't matter. Let's uh, get out there and enjoy it. Yep. All right, dude. Well, I will – I will talk to you next week. Um, I'll be able to go later next week as I am off on Friday. That is my RDO, regular day off. And I have worked my way into a four-day four weekend. RDO is on Friday, and Columbus Day is on Monday. There you go. Bazinga. So, but, all right, man. Well, have fun this week. I'll be talking to you. Thanks for listening, guys. Signing off from the 9010 Podcast. Have a good week.